This past weekend, I got a brand photo shoot done, and I swear every single time I have a session, I feel so inspired to show up and create content, and it just gives me that burst of energy I love. And brand photo shoots are something that I've been investing in for years in my business. My very first one actually changed the game for me when I used to use Facebook groups, and ever since then, I have sworn that they are the best investment that you can make as an online brand. And today I wanna share with you my top tips for having a brand photo shoot, whether you plan to DIY it with your own phone or a friend's camera or invest in a photographer. At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. I have been saying for years how much I love brand photography. Back in 2016, at the very, very start of my business, I was showing up and using photos that I you know, just had around my house and had plugged them into my website but I just really wanted to capture all the work that I had done with my brand, all of the deep dive that I had done into my ideal customer, my messaging, those emotional aspects that I wanted to portray, and I really wanted to have someone capture all of that in what I consider one of the best ways to share your brand with the world, and that is through photography. And so I invested, very, very scary in the beginning, but I invested in a brand photographer. Well, that same photographer has now been with me for seven years, which is really, really hard to believe and has really documented the transformation that I have undergone as the founder and CEO of Brand Mary. It's been so cool to look back at those photos and just see the growth uh, for me personally and again for the brand, the confidence that has shifted. So it's just something really amazing to have as a brand owner. But besides that, it also really changes how you show up online. I remember after that first photo shoot, I started using my brand photos in Facebook groups, which is where I was, unfortunately, at the time, advertising and marketing my business. And I noticed almost instantly that the engagement shifted, that people started responding and making note and commenting on my photos. Now, if you have been following for a long time, maybe you remember back in 2016, my brand photos were darker and moody. And this is at a time when everyone was wearing pink and taking pictures in front of the Eiffel Tower. And my photos really stood out online. And while that wasn't intentional, it was just a representation of my brand and the colors that I love and the vibe that I was going for, I could tell almost instantly that it really elevated all of my marketing efforts. So I've been talking about brand photography for a while now. I have blog posts and even a free photo shoot guide, which you can grab at brandmary.com photos. But today I wanna take a little different spin. 
You know, every time that I've done my brand photos in the past, they've pretty much been outside. That has been where I've always wanted to kind of depict this freedom lifestyle, and I always wanted to shoot in a really cool and fun location. But this weekend, I invited my photographer into our home, a home that my husband and I have been working really, really hard to make our own and, well, where we spend a lot of our freaking time. You know, after traveling the world for years, traveling the U.S. in an RV, we really wanted to settle down and to slow down a bit. Our freedom lifestyle looks different today than it did back then. And as a result, I could feel this shift in energy in how I wanted to show up in the world. And once again, I wanted to capture that. And as I was preparing for this photo shoot this weekend, I started thinking about you and how I want you to have amazing photos for your business. And while you don't have to run out and hire a photographer, although I stand by the fact that they are an incredible investment, that you will be able to use those photos in so many different forms while you promote your business on your website, with your products, on social media, with your blogs, Pinterest, like Seriously, the list goes on and on. But just having photos that capture the essence of your brand in this moment that you can share online is so powerful. So I want to share with you how I prepared for my recent brand photo shoot. And well, I don't know, we can kind of call it a lazy approach if I'm being honest. I don't go out and buy a ton of new clothes. I don't go get my makeup and my hair done. I don't even have my fake press-ons on because that's not me most of the time. Most of the time, I am what you see. If you follow me on Instagram and you check out my Insta stories, I have a very laid-back approach and I want my brand photos to represent who I am as a person. I've seen a lot of people throughout the years who make their photo shoots a big right? Where they spend a lot of money on new designer clothes and while they get their hair done and they rent out a special location. And while I don't think there's anything wrong with that, what I think is important is knowing that's not me. That's not in alignment with what I would normally do. And so for me to do that and make that the representation of my brand is really misaligned with really what my brand stands for. Which brings me to what I think is the most important aspect of getting a brand photo shoot or doing one on your own, and that is to understand your brand. You really need to have done the branding work. A photo shoot is not going to save you or magically catapult your business into the limelight if you haven't already done the work. And if you're not familiar with what I consider the work, let me break it down for you really, really fast. The branding process, what I have coined as my signature branding process here at Brand Mary, follows a five-part framework. The first is understanding your niche or the problem that you solve. The second is really understanding your ideal customer, who they are, what their aspirations are, what they desire, what their pain and their pleasure ultimately is that they are experiencing right now. Number three are the messaging components. How are you going to communicate? what it is that you do with your ideal customer. 
Number four is what is your signature offering? Now, of course, you can have multiple offers. You can have an offer suite. You could have as many as you want, although in the beginning, I only recommend one. But having clarity on that and having clarity on what that offer ultimately delivers plays a really big role in your photography. And finally, the fifth element and what I think is the most important is the emotional branding piece. Now, you can't get to this fifth element if you haven't done the pieces before because every single element builds on the previous one. But this piece right here, understanding how you want your brand to make people feel is the essence of really amazing photography. Whether, again, you're taking those photos on your own DIY style or you are investing in a photographer. And really knowing who you are and how you want to show up and those specific words that you want to use to describe your brand impacts every single element of your photo session, which is why I, Michelle Knight, know that investing in someone to magically do my hair different, getting a ton of makeup on my face, including fake eyelashes, getting my nails done, and investing in a crazy wardrobe is not what I'm going for. But if that's you, you do you, boo. I am here to support you 100%. But can you see already how understanding these elements really will help you determine what you are going for with these photos? What is the overall vibe? And then and only then can you implement these key pieces that I'm going to share with you today. Having this understanding, this alignment with who you are and how you want to show up in the world and how you want your brand to make people feel really is the key. And if you just have that, your brand, your photos will speak so clearly to your ideal customer. But of course, we are here and all about action and I want to break down some of the other things that I do before every single photo shoot and some of the things that I recommend you keep in mind as well. So once I understand what I really want my photos to feel like, what I want my photos to depict, because essentially I am communicating without words, right? I'm using visual, nonverbal communication tools. That is exactly what brand photography is, and it's just an added layer to your marketing efforts. Once you have determined that, then you can start to look for inspiration. Now, inspiration is twofold. One, it really helps you kind of grasp maybe how you want to sit or where you want to be or the kind of backgrounds that speak to you or the colors or if you want to use props, those different things. But it also is going to help lead your photographer. So again, if you are investing in a photographer or a friend is doing it, showing them these inspirational pictures can really help guide them through the photo session so that you walk away with an end result that matches what you ultimately wanted. Now, of course, there is beauty in the in-between and there are going to be those moments when you have an amazing photographer that they're going to capture things that you never could have, you know, found on Pinterest or maybe even found on Google that are going to be your genuine moments. But you're going to be a lot more relaxed and they're going to be a lot more relaxed if they have some sort of guidance. If you're not just going in with zero inspiration, um, it's going to just go a lot smoother. So I always love to go to my good old friends over on Pinterest and start to look at brand photography. 
And sometimes I'll start pretty broad and just type in brand photography. Uh, for me, female brand photography, poses, brand photography ideas. But then I like to get even more specific with it and think about the vibe that I'm ultimately going for. So in my recent session, I really wanted to capture my love of nature and plants. This is a big part of who I am, and it's something that I've been incorporating slowly into my brand over the past few years. And so I started to look for photos specifically with plants or outdoors or nature that we could use as inspiration. And when I tell you that I found this photo that blew me away when I saw it and then we recreated it, I'm so excited for this photo and to share it with you. I will be sharing all my photos on Instagram. Well, not all of them, but I will be sharing my tops on Instagram. So make sure you're following me at Michelle Knight Co. I knew in this particular session, I actually wanted to take pictures in my office. I haven't had a professional photo in my office or with a computer in the last seven years. And I really wanted to take some photos in my space, in my element where I feel really inspired. So I found examples of photos that really spoke to that. I have this very cool room right here, this couch that I love that I record all my podcast episodes on, and I wanted some cool photos in here as well. So again, I got clarity on what I was really going for and the vibe that I wanted to portray, and then I could also pass that on to my photographer. Or again, if you're not working with a photographer and you're going to DIY this and have a friend do it, you can also pass that on to them, which is just going to give them guidance and just make the process that much easier. So that is one of the top things that I recommend. That kind of leads us now into location. Location truly is everything. And I really love to focus on just one location and not complicate it too much because one, I really like to get my photos in within like an hour time frame where I start to get exhausted and my face starts to hurt. But also, I just think it provides a little bit more cohesiveness to the photos themselves. So for the example from this past weekend, the location was our home. And as I've already shared with you, you know, that is the chapter that I'm in personally, and that is what I wanted to, you know, capture with my photography. But my home also pulls a lot of those elements from my brand emotions. One of the things that I've really decided on super early in my business that I've carried into pretty much everything that I've done is that I want people to feel like they're being invited into my home. When I am talking to someone, when I'm showing up online, when you look at my website, I literally want it to feel like you have been invited into my home, that I am someone that you can talk to, someone that you can trust, uh, maybe feels like an old friend in some ways. And so being in my home just made so much sense. And it's the first time that we've done that. But as I mentioned, I've also shot at different parks. We would always choose different locations. We've done lake photos. We've done uh, sunflower photos. We've done tall, you know, trees in the fall. And so really think about your brand. And again, think about those brand emotions. What type of location matches that? And which type of location might match your personality as well? Because Again, these photos are twofold. They are meant to, you know, kind of non-verbally communicate what your brand is about, but they're also meant to show 
you. They're meant to show your style, your personality, so that when people see them, they get an idea of who you are. And that has always, again, served really well for me to create these photos that are aligned with where I am in my life and people really respond to them. It's truly amazing the comments that I get about the photos on my website when someone is inquiring about one-on-one services and saying, I saw this photo of you with a hat on. I loved it. I saw this photo of you laughing with your family. It really spoke to me. I saw this photo of you barefoot. Almost all of my photos that I've done over the years, I've been barefoot because that's who I am. That's how I live my life. And people will literally comment that they loved seeing that because they don't typically see that online. So it's not about purposefully doing things just to be different. It's about you being yourself. And that really does speak for itself. So we've talked inspiration. We've talked location. Let's talk a little bit about look and props. Now, in the beginning, I did mention that I'm not one to run out and spend a lot of money on new clothes and all of those different things. Well, truth be told, most of my brand colors live in my wardrobe, so it's pretty easy. In fact, I picked out my clothes for this photo shoot the night before. Now, I had been gathering inspiration and I had an idea in the back of my mind I could see very clearly that I already had all of those pieces and that was going to be really easy. But let's say you were gathering a ton of inspiration and there was maybe one piece that you really wanted to include that you didn't have. Yes, go out, treat yourself, get that piece, especially if it's going to make you feel beautiful. But like I mentioned, most of the time, my brand colors are in my closet. It's actually a practice that I teach inside of my branding course, where when you're choosing your brand colors, I encourage you to look in your closet and look around your home. What colors do you choose for the wall? What colors are your pillows? Those are things that you love and you gravitate toward. Why not use those in your branding as well? So I love to try and have three looks because having three different looks really provides a lot of versatility for the photos that I can share online. Of course, you could have more, but I would say no less than three because it allows for for you to have a lot of diversity. You're going to be using these photos for three, six, maybe even nine months before you get another photo shoot done. And so it's really helpful to have uh, a few different outfits. So I like to keep my outfits really simple. Uh, solid colors. For this most recent shoot, I did a white button up with some jeans. I did a dark green bodysuit. Surprise, surprise, I love green with some jeans. And I did an orange sweater with some jeans because again, I'm a jean girl. That's what I do. That's how I live my life. And I kept everything else pretty similar to how I would dress in any given day. My biggest recommendation if you're doing a brand photo shoot Again, I feel like I've already said this, but it should be a representation of you. Yes, it's an edited, uh, beautiful, still photoed version of you, but it's still a version of you. And you can highlight those elements, but don't deviate too far from who you are at your essence to try and appeal a certain way on the internet because people can see right through that shit, okay? So we've got our inspiration, we've got our location, really, really important, and again, can help you highlight those brand emotions, as I've already mentioned. We've talked about your looks, and we've now let's talk about your props. I 
Before this photo shoot have not been a big prop person. Most of my photos were outside. And so the thought of like having a laptop outside although I do work outside on my laptop quite often, but like in the middle of the woods just seemed a little silly to me. So I have not really had props in the past. In the past, I have worn a hat, big one. I've done jean jacket. I've used clothing as props. I've also taken photos with my family and with our dog because again, those are me. Those are extensions of me. And I want that to be something that I can share online. I've also recently incorporated benches and stools because I just really love the look of that. And so this was the first photo shoot that I actually had a microphone and a computer inside of the pictures. And again, that really came from a place of what I was wanting to capture. I've had this podcast for a really long time now, and I've created content for a really long time that I wanted to have some really cool pictures that would coincide with podcasts that I could use for a cover art, that I could use on our website when we're talking about the podcast, different things like that. But please don't feel like you need to go grab a special prop or pose with a coffee cup. If you don't drink coffee, do not pose with a coffee cup, okay? If you don't wear heels, don't wear heels in your brand photo shoot. If you don't wear the color pink, don't wear pink in your brand photo shoot. You get what I'm going after. You don't have to do or be or act a certain way for these to be beautiful. It's about capturing you and your essence and really understanding how you want your audience to feel. And the work that you do with the brand leading up to the brand photo shoot plays a role in all of this you really could be able to get all of these elements together in a very short period of time. Like I said, I pulled together my props. We kind of organized some things in the house and I got my, my clothes together the night before the photo shoot because it was just about me being me. All the work I've done on my brand leading up to it is what really contributes to the chef's kiss of the whole experience. Which leads me to the last piece. Your vibe is everything. And so when you're going into your photo shoot, it's totally normal to be nervous, especially if you don't normally take a bunch of photos of yourself. I mean, like I'm from the age of like when selfies were like it and I, I'm still guilty of it. I still take a million selfies and post them on Instagram. I don't even care. That was pretty much the extent of me kind of being in front of a camera on a regular basis. And then after that first photo shoot, I started to get a little bit more comfortable. And now we travel and I'm like, take a picture of me, take a picture of me, take a picture of me, <laughs> because I understand that having all of these different photos is really great for content. And over the years, I've gotten more comfortable to where you can point a camera at me and I'm ready to rock and roll. But I still do get nervous. And I find myself clinching and getting like a little uptight when a professional photographer even my friend, who now has been taking photos of me for seven years, puts the camera on me. So getting into your vibe is so important. And it's something that I've never really talked about, but we made it a priority this time because it was the first time that a photographer was coming into our home to take these brand photos that I was then going to be using on with my marketing. So my husband got this idea. He's like, bake some bread in the morning because I really love baking bread. And let's have that out with some jam. And let's make coffee when Jay, our photographer, gets over. And let's just have a conversation. Let's play music. Why don't you go walk outside and have him just kind of follow you around with the camera? And it really made a big difference. 
I didn't realize how just listening to music that you love can really change the energy of the photos. I mean, I feel like I should have known this. I mean, how many videos and movies have we watched where they're like modeling and posing and there's music playing in the background? But when I was taking some photos, like right over here in this room, sitting on a stool, I was starting to get tired and I was starting to be like, okay, we're doing the same thing over and over again because there's so much repetition with photography. We turned on that music and I was having my own personal party and our photographer even said, okay, now we're coming alive. And so don't miss out on those little opportunities to put you in the vibe, to put you in the headspace because that energy will just be imprinted in those photos and then that energy will be felt by your audience and that's really the point of brand photography. So you probably noticed that all of the things that I've mentioned can be done DIY, but I wanted to just share you know, some little tips if you aren't in a place where you are looking to invest in a brand photographer and you are wanting to go more of the DIY route and then I want to wrap it up by sharing one of my top tips for finding a photographer that really works for you. So if you're doing the DIY route, and again, this is something that we do quite regularly, I don't usually use these photos on my website because I really want high resolution photos on my website, but we use them in all of my content. And photography in and of itself really is the new brand aesthetic. You know, in the past, people used to stress, and there's still a lot of people who do stress, about the right brand colors and the right brand fonts. And while, yes, you want to have clarity on those things when you're creating your website, you don't have to be so obsessed with it with all the content creation that you're doing online. You deviate from the colors on Instagram or TikTok or Pinterest, it's going to be okay. But really, the logo, right, the brand photos, the fonts, the things that we used to spend so much time worrying about, I would almost argue photography is the most important aspect of branding today. Because so much of what you do and how you show up is you. It is your face. People want to see behind the brand. We talk about all the time here at Brand Mary, whether you sell a service or a product, And so these photographs that you're taking, that you are using in your content creation, that you're using on your website, that you're using in your email marketing, those are so, so important. And it's something that you do regularly and you update regularly. So while you might want to invest in a brand photo shoot, you're still going to be doing DIY photos throughout the year. It's, it's just kind of a non-negotiable. And so some of my top tips for that are, A, get yourself a husband who's great at photography. Just kidding. <laughs> um, no, seriously. If you have a friend or a family member, or we're actually working with my son right now because he's so into photography and he loves it and we're teaching him how to use the camera and you know record things for the audio and film and take pictures because why not give him his first job you know what i'm saying so even like a kid that is maybe really interested in these things it's a learning opportunity for them you know i'm a homeschool mom so i'm like ooh is this a class on photography let's learn how to use a camera but it could be a friend or a partner who's willing to take these photos for you. They don't have to be an expert. They just need to take pictures on a phone. It's your job to move around and and capture those those moments. Some of my favorite things to do when I am 
having, you know, my husband take my photos, I'll walk back and forth and kind of in the motion. I'll play with my hair. I will make myself laugh hysterically. If you've ever looked at my brand photos, I'm laughing in probably 90% of them. I will just make myself laugh or I will dance. Those are really great ways to capture some truly authentic photos because I too feel really weird sitting in a stool and being like, hey, hey, with my hands. We have a joke that uh, I never know what to do with my hands when the camera's on. And um, it, it's from Talladega Nights. Like, what do I do with my hands? That's literally me. So please don't think that like that's not a normal reaction to having photos taken because it totally is, which is why movement is so important. So the more that you can move and just snap away really is great. Another thing that you can do, and I actually have encouraged a lot of my clients to do, with their phones is record. So just record themselves moving and doing things and you can pull out stills on your phone from those different moments in the video or turn on a setting on your phone that will just repeatedly take pictures and kind of just move around. Look, not every photo is gonna look good. When I get these brand photos back, I know they're gonna be somewhere I'm like, well, that was interesting. <laughs> the in-between, although there are there is beauty in the in-between, sometimes there's also a really funky face. <laughs> you don't necessarily love that picture, but it got you to the next phase, which is probably a photo that you do love. And so don't think too much about every single thing being perfect. It's going to be messy, but that's where you find the little gems in the photos. So if you are going the DIY route, follow the exact same steps that I shared, but then choose, am I gonna have a friend or somebody else take these photos of me or do them myself? And try those different strategies. Use a lot of movement, try a video, and then pulling out the stills, and then also having a bunch of photos of you just boom, 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 boom. A pro tip that I have, a phone works, y'all. You don't need anything special. You don't need a fancy camera. You can use your phone. It works. And then you can also do some light editing if you need to. You know, this is the place where I get a little hung up. I'm not good at editing. I even struggle to choose filters, which is why, again, I think investing in a photographer with that skill set is so, so important. But you obviously can edit in tools like Canva or Lightroom or, you know, any other photo editing thing on your phone if you are skilled in that way. Or just a little bump of the brightness, you know, a bump of the contrast, and it might just even things out. But again, if you are looking to have a photo shoot done, it's truly empowering and one of the best investments that I have made year after year in my business. It gives you a burst of creativity. It kind of recenters you, realigns you. It gets you excited to see those photos and, and think about how you're going to use those photos. And it's always amazing to have a professional who can guide you and can capture those moments and can edit those photos as well. So if you are looking for a photographer, my number one tip is do your research. Know these elements we talked about, the brand emotions, the inspiration, maybe even where you want to take your photos, the style. Do you want more of a portrait? Do you want documentary photography, which is what I lean more toward? And then go look for a photographer that matches that and don't settle. You'll know almost instantly when you have found your person. When you land on their website and you're like, love these colors, love this vibe, love all of these different aspects. 
you'll know, right? You'll, you can see yourself in those photos. And I always feel so fortunate that all those years ago, I ended up finding my photographer at a wedding that I was bartending and um, the rest is pretty much history. So don't be afraid to look around, but I do really believe that the moment that you see the work of a photographer, you'll know instantly if you've done the work on your end, if you know the end result that you want, how you want those things, those photos to feel because how you feel when you look at their previous photography will instantly tell you if this is what you're going for. And of course, once you find a photographer, I always recommend stick with that photographer because it's so great to have these photos done regularly, to update your brand, to refresh your brand, and to have someone that really understands you and your brand take those photos. So I really hope that this episode was helpful and getting you inspired to have some photos taken. Again, you can totally DIY it, but if you haven't had brand photos done in a while or you've been putting it on the back burner, I highly, highly recommend that you make it a priority. It's such a great time to refresh your website before the new year. If you have an existing website, to get your website launched before the new year so you can get that SEO working for you. And of course, to give you amazing content to share in Q4 and beyond as you market your business. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. I'll be back with another episode next week. It's our 100th episode. So I am going to be sharing some of my top mistakes and lessons that I've learned as an entrepreneur really within the last couple of years. That's when I think I've learned the most about myself and my business. And if you want to grab that brand photo shoot guide that has been helping hundreds of entrepreneurs every single month with one of my top performing blogs, thank you, Google, for recommending all the time to new people. You can go to brandmary.com slash photos to download your PDF as well. I'll see you next week in another episode. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brand Mary podcast and congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram, and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM, and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Now, Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.